This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, April 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. State investigates insurance issue. Corporate shaming returns. Food and ag firms appeal to Biden on climate target. And Republicans challenge tax proposal. Insurance commissioner indicates dropped wildfire plants. Insurance Commissioner Ricardo Lara is following through with a commitment his office made last month to solve the issue of farmers losing wildfire coverage. Yesterday, Lara directed insurance companies to provide data about the availability of commercial insurance for businesses, that according to the California Farm Bureau. The request includes farms, ranches, timber harvesting operations, wineries, cotton gins, and other agricultural businesses. Commissioner Lara's action should help us determine the breadth and depth of the problem, said Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson. We believe the commissioner's action will help us move toward a long-term solution. And on that note, Senate bill offering a potential fix to the problem gained unanimous support in committee last week and is now on the Senate floor. Legislature revives debate on COVID-19 notifications and corporate shaming. Last year, Governor Gavin Newsom signed into law a measure requiring employers to immediately notify employees and the state of COVID-19 outbreaks in their workplace. Debate flared up in the Capitol over concerns that sharing this information would shame those businesses that are not responsible for infections that occurred outside the workplace. Now that the bill's author has reignited the debate with a technical cleanup to the notification law, the new bill would require information about an outbreak to be made publicly available on the local health department's website. The first measure came in the aftermath of outbreaks at Foster Farms processing facilities in the Central Valley. The new bill follows allegations that Fresno County's health department was secretly helping the company pass Cal-OSHA inspections, which the department has since denied. State lawmakers have demanded an investigation. Republican Assembly Member Heath Flora pushed back on the new bill, arguing businesses would get blackballed even though it's not necessarily their fault. This does not say that the employer is responsible or not responsible for the COVID, said Eloise Gomez-Reyes of San Bernardino County in defending the bill. It's just to let the community know that there was an outbreak there. Food and ag giants join in carbon reduction appeal. Some 300 corporations, including some industry giants in agriculture and the food industry, are calling on President Joe Biden to commit the U.S. to cutting its greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030 from 2005 levels. The appeal comes as the administration is preparing to release a new climate commitment ahead of a White House summit next week. A bold 2030 target is needed to catalyze a zero-emissions future, spur a robust economic recovery, create millions of well-paying jobs, and allow the U.S. to, quote, build back better from the pandemic, says the letter by the We Mean Business Coalition. Now, take note, the letter goes on. If you raise the bar on our national ambition, we will raise our own ambition to move the U.S. forward on its journey. The companies that signed the appeal include Bayer, Coca-Cola, Danone, Kellogg, Levi Strauss & Company, Mars, McDonald's, Nestle, Poet, 
Sodexo, Starbucks, Syngenta, and Walmart. Most of these companies also have made commitments of their own to slash the carbon footprint of their supply chains. You can read more on our report on these corporate commitments at AgriPulse.com. Vilsack faces appropriations amid climate and COVID concerns. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack is likely to get questions about climate policy as he testifies today before the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee. The hearing follows the release of Biden's fiscal 2022 budget outline. The president is proposing to boost USDA's budget by 16 percent, much of the increase going toward addressing various climate-related issues. Vilsack also likely to be asked about ongoing issues with coronavirus assistance as well as pending organic standards. By the way, ahead of the hearing, USDA released more than $300 million in funding to help the food supply chain recover from the pandemic. The funding includes $170 million for the Specialty Crop Block Grant Program and $80 million in assistance to domestic cotton users. The COVID-19 pandemic has created many gaps in our food supply chain, causing far too many families to struggle to put food on their tables. The word of Senate Ag Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan. Republicans put focus on inheritance taxes. Senate Republicans are letting congressional Democrats know that they'll have a fight on their hands if they try to increase inheritance taxes to help pay for the president's spending plans. At his weekly news conference yesterday, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky said farmers and small businesses would be harmed by a proposal to eliminate stepped-up basis and impose a new tax on intergenerational transfers of assets. McConnell also made clear that Republicans would fight to preserve the tax cuts that were passed in 2017, which included an increase in the estate tax exemption and slashed taxes on corporations and small businesses. We need to have an infrastructure bill as big as we're willing to credibly pay for without going back and undoing the 2017 tax bill, McConnell said. For more on the inheritance tax issues that could be at play, check out the weekly AgriPulse newsletter. We also have a report on the backlog of exports at Western Ports. Here's today's He Said It. It's one of the potential political flashpoints of a drought emergency declaration and thus adds another factor in the recall election. That Cal Matters columnist Dan Walters suggesting the battle over Delta flows could play a role in the recall campaign as the drought deepens. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, April 14th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.